Welcome to Conversations with Cynthia. Over the next hour, you'll have the opportunity to listen to Cynthia Hyatt, an internationally recognized therapist and life management expert in private practice with offices in Phoenix and Scottsdale. As a captivating communicator, Cynthia engages, energizes, and inspires her audiences to become all God created them to be. For more information on Cynthia's diverse background, log on to CynthiaHyatt.com. That's C-I-N-T-H-I-A-H-I-E-T-T.com. Let the next 60 minutes inspire, motivate, and encourage you to become your own best version. Now, here's Cynthia. Well, welcome to Conversations with Cynthia. I'm Cynthia Hyatt, and as always, you always hear me tell you this, I'm so glad that you are joining me today and listening in. And I have a very special guest today. I'm so glad that he is on my show. He is on our sister station, which is uh, which is 960, The Patriot. And his name is Larry Boffman, and I heard of him, and then I met him here at the studio, and I've been on his show, which was very fun. And I'm having him on mine today, because we are doing a lot this summer of life stories and what life stories mean, what they have for us, and why they are so powerful, so compelling. And so today, Larry's going to share a little bit maybe about his own life story in some ways, but he's also going to talk about life stories. And his show is called Life Matters. And I I mean, I simply love that title because life matters. And so many times we don't realize how much life matters until we lose someone or something tragic occurs or we make a big mistake and then we realize maybe the, the repercussion of it or the cascading effect of one choice. And we start to recognize, wow, it really matters what I do. It matters that I'm here. And, and so it's powerful when you think of it in this way. And, um, and so when we do this, we're really going to talk today a lot about life matters and how our life stories show us that life matters. So, Larry, I want you to kind of introduce yourself. I told everybody, I mean, you have this, like, huge show on, on 960, and you have amazing guests yourself. And it is live on Sundays, right after, right, right after me, I think it's That's five. right, yes. 5 p.m., so, so tell right us after a little, your yeah, show. Tell us a little bit about your show, okay, so that you can, and really how the listeners can get a hold of you. Okay, well, first of all, of course, we're Life Matters, and we are on 960 on the AM dial. We are live, and we're on from 5 to 6 p.m. We bring on very special guests each and every week that influence. They do things that influence our lives. They're movers, they're shakers, they're authors. Because last week I was on your show, who did we have, Michael? Michael Gerber. Yes, he was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Inc. Magazine dubbed Michael Gerber as the number one small business guru in the world. Oh my goodness. I mean, he was so salient world. in his, you know, his, his, all of his monologue and every time his question, the questions we asked him, he was so salient. So, so incredible. And, and his, his entire theme was responsibility. Exactly. For life. For your, life. Yes. Your responsibility as a person. And the fact that we are our own, yes. we are responsible yes. for our own lives. We can make excuses all day long, but when it all boils down, Cynthia, it's up to you, it's up to me, it's up to each and every one of us. And what did he say? Stop living in the problem and start focusing on 
the solutions. Exactly. I love that. And so, I, you know, I was, I'm excited for you to be on the show because I really do want listeners to hear your show because I, I love the guests. And I, saw, I looked at your website again, and I saw a couple of new ones that you have coming up. And so you kind of got into radio in, oh, wait, before I move forward. Sure. Tell them the call letters. Um, I mean, your, your website address oh, thank and you. how it's, to get a hold of you. Oh, well, thank you for asking. The, the website is lifemattersmedia.com. Lifemattersmedia.com. Awesome. Okay. So you kind of got into radio in a different kind of manner because you weren't always in entertainment. No. How did you start in radio? Okay. Because <laughs> here's part of your story. <laughs> I, I, I guess it is as we talk about life stories and how life stories give us meaning in our life. Yes. Cynthia, I, I, I had been an independent insurance agent, multi-line. I was on a sales call one day and I was in a family's home and I was evaluating. I was looking at their insurance portfolio and they were a little lost and they wanted some direction and where do we have what we should have? Should we be going somewhere else? I mean, you were very successful as well. I was doing well. Yes. Yeah, I was doing well. And when I looked at their portfolio, I saw so many problems. And many of them I couldn't fix. Mm. Because oftentimes when we get insurance, you have to get it before the... If you're getting fire insurance, you must get it before the barn is on fire. Once the True. barn has caught fire, <laughs> it's a little too late. So whether we're talking life, health, right, right. income replacement, long-term care or whatever, and it, it was too late. And I felt that they, I don't know that they personally made bad choices. Maybe they just had bad advice. And I got in my car and, and I actually, I felt so bad for them. And I remember even like praying to God and, and saying, I keep running into this. And how come there isn't a program to help people understand the nuances about this type of insurance so they can make better choices and to help people avoid the so-called scams and ripoffs? And that's and it was shortly after that, Cynthia, that something just started burning inside me. And it's like, I had to do this, but I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know where to go. And I'll be honest, I, I put it on the shelf, but it just kept burning. And over time, I started to develop a program called Your Insurance Matters. Oh, got it. Okay. okay. Uh-huh. And, and then eventually over time was like, how do you keep this interesting and exciting? Who's I, Listen, even I don't want to attend an insurance lecture, okay? <laughs> if I want to go to sleep, that's what I'm going to put on. <laughs> so um, I started bringing on different special interest stories and t- trying to tie that in. And then eventually I said, you know, what I'm really doing is life matters here. Yes. And so I made that transition. I'll be honest, I stay true to the roots. And about every other month, I do a very short insurance segment just to help people be safe and protected. It's about a five-minute segment with the insurance consumer advocate, J.D. Howard. It's a lot of fun. It's a witty segment. And I stay true to that. But the rest of the show, of course, is centered on 
life matters. Well, you know, I was amazed last week because I said to you at the end, I said, I think you're like a variety show. I mean, in a really, it was really fun because, you know, we started out with talking about this whole issue of um, divorce and, you know, we, we had that whole thing about that kind of misleading research article that said, you know, your, your life really doesn't get worse after divorce or something right, like that. And right. I was like, this is kind of misleading. It yeah. kind of, you know, and so as we kind of unpacked it and delved into it, it was very different. And so it was fascinating. And then you, you had this thing about this new app that's coming out about clean bathrooms in right, America and right. you can like pay a $25 fee and <laughs> have right. a clean bathroom anywhere you go if you're a traveler. And, you know, and then we talked with Michael Gerber and I mean, it really, we talked a ton about, you know, responsibility and some of what's happening in our country. And so it was really fun. So And, I, and when we talked about divorce, yes. that particular article, really the theme behind that, although they were talking about, are we healthier right. if we're right. married or not? And but the theme really behind it that you and I uncovered was responsibility. Right, right. Responsibility for your relationship. Yes. And that it really matters what you do in your relationship. You can affect your relationships. And that regardless of what research shows, whether you live together or were married, what, what, it really, what really bared out is that people do better when they're in relationships. Yes. They die They live longer and don't die sooner. And then they're happier. And they are, even if they feel like their marriage is a disaster. And so it's kind of like, you know, I'm not against divorce, certainly. So when I try to educate people on that whole issue of, you know, life and and marriage is a part of living, you know, it may be not a part of everyone's life. It wasn't mine for quite a while. But that whole part in your life is, is that it really matters what you're doing in that relationship. And what we want people to do is only divorce if that's really, there's no other option for your quality of life. And that means health. And so I know if I talked about my story of my divorce, I would not have survived probably that marriage. So there was not a lot of options for me. So it wasn't like, well, it just doesn't fit right. And I'm not really excited about it. I don't think I like him anymore. You know, those things can, in therapy and, in, you know, in, in different intensives, you know, you can really work through a lot of those things. And the more that people work on their marriage, the more they like it. Absolutely. And when, you know, when we think about life stories, and I really believe that we continually throughout our life tell ourselves our own life story. Absolutely. And then when we talk to others, but let's let's bring that back to marriage or relationships. So if I'm in a relationship that's starting to bother me or I'm having some frustrations or a marriage. And as I tell my story, if I'm continually talking badly about my significant other, what is that story going to end up to be? Well, and see, we talk a lot about the whole research, the new science we have, the new neuroscience. And, And there's this great book called Words Can Change Your Brain. And it talks about our brains are like a GPS, as we write things down and talk, it starts to help us get there. Yes. So it's the same thing as if you have a GPS in your car, you don't say to, you don't plug into the GPS, I don't want to go to Tempe, right? Right. So if I keep saying, I hate this marriage, I hate my life, I want to get out of this, I can't stand it. Well, your brain hears that, it begins to make a plan That's and it begins to make a route to get there. Yes. So in therapy, I'm always saying to people, watch your words, watch your words. What story are you telling yourself? What story are you telling other people? You know, what story are you making up in your head that you think is happening? Have you checked it out? You know, are these the facts? 
or is this just your speculation and what you're you, what you're implying? Yes. So we we have only one minute left in this uh, this segment. So this is very fun to talk about life stories, and we are talking about why life stories matter, and that we learn from life stories, right? Yes. And this is one of the reasons Jesus so poignantly used parables because it caused such a multidimensional learning curve because everybody could fit into the parable in one degree or another and in one they could identify with one or more of the characters. So this is Cynthia Hyatt with Conversations with Cynthia. Join me again with Larry Boffman as we talk about life stories and life matters. You can also reach me at uh, 602-708-2015 and my website is cynthiahyatt.com. Well, welcome back. This is Cynthia Hyatt, and you are listening to Conversations with Cynthia. And today I have a a good friend of mine, a new friend, actually. His name is Larry Boffman, and he has um, a show on our sister station, The Patriot 960, every Sunday at 5 o'clock. And that is live, and he does take callers. And so uh, Larry's show is called Life Matters, and I love that show. I was on his show last week and had a really just a great time. And so, Larry, you are here today with me, and we are talking about certainly how life matters. And one of the ways we see how life matters is through stories. Yes. You know, we read about someone's life 300 years ago, and it's so meaningful to us. Or we read about someone's current life. We, we tell our story to somebody, and that person is moved by our story of our life. Or we listen to our own life story, and we go, I don't think I like this story. You know, so talk to me a little bit about what life stories mean to you and your how, how you saw it in your life happening. Well, you know, I, I guess I think that we obviously we all have a very important story that we tell ourselves. Absolutely. And it's a story about our own lives. And I believe that we do that because it helps us to organize our experiences and quite frankly, makes sense of our own life. Absolutely, because we want to see where it's on, where it is on the continuum. Yes, is it better than others? Is it worse than others? Is it weird? Is it average? Is it normal? Can it change? Right. And it is ever changing, isn't it, is. it? it? And it should be. Yes. And so I would ask, or I would say to our listeners, perhaps those that are yes. listening, Cynthia, how do you want? your story to read because we all control that yes we do we have a lot of control over that now certainly as believers we know that god ultimately has a plan i mean there's a reason that we were created he was very excited about creating us he wanted us to be here and he certainly has a plan and a reason he doesn't just like you know create us and we're happenstance you know we do fit into this bigger picture and it's Finding our way. And, you know, and I know he has a lot of grace because we, we can't see tomorrow. You know, we, we have plans for tomorrow, but we don't always know if those plans will actually bear out. And so he does have a lot of grace because he sees yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And he's, you know, omnipresent and not bound by time like we are. So he really does know tomorrow, and we don't. Right. And so what we do know, though, is that we do have effect on our tomorrow. Now, we don't have complete effect because there are some things that, that are unbeknownst to us and that, he, that are going to happen whether we do it or not. 
you know, whether we try to, you know, like we can't necessarily choose the day we die Mm -hmm. unless we commit suicide. And even then, many times who try to do that aren't successful. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot about our life story that we absolutely need to be responsible for and be an active participant in. And I think so many times what we have with people is if they don't like their story, they don't want to participate. And they... Change the story. Right. And really, I think we need to encourage people today to know you can change the story. There are things that you can do, and it's better to keep trying than to to quit. And I tell people all the time, God cannot steer a parked car. So even if you're going in reverse, he can steer it. Yes. It can move in a different direction. Well, what what about the individual? Something unfortunate has happened, and there's sadness and there's heartache at the moment. However, however, it's how we choose to deal with that. That's exactly right. And how we choose to create that story. Let's use an example. Let's, we'll go back to a relationship. Husband and wife and husband has done something horrible. Horrible. Now, many, many of the women may say, boy, if that, my husband did that to me, it's over. I'm out of here. Now, if that's what they want their story to be, it can be that way. But they can take a step back and say, hold on, how do, I know my husband did a terrible thing. And maybe he's, hopefully he's remorseful. But how do I want my, not the rest of the story, how do I want my story to read through this? That I divorced him, that I did this to him, or that I found a way to work it through. That's my choice. That's my story. And I think, I see, I think that's very well said because what people get locked into is this black or white thinking. And so I say to them, well, if the world were to end today, it really wouldn't matter if you divorced them, right? Right. If the world were to end today, you wouldn't have to divorce them. You could try until the world ended. Maybe it would be 24 hours. You could try for the next 24 hours. Okay. So it's not getting black and white and stuck in time, but being able to say, if this would be my future, then that story needs to end. Yes. That's not going to be my future. This man's behavior, if that continues, I do not want in my future. Right. I don't want that right. to be my story. But if this ended today and and I have 40 years of marriage and one mistake, right. that's a different story. That is. And so it's being able to say, you know, instead of having to make an immediate decision, you know, a black or white decision, that's it, I'm done, it's over, we really want to take some time and let some of the dust settle and relax and say, I have time. Mm-hmm. That's the value of time. Because the only time we have to do anything immediately that we don't really have time to spare is if there's blood, broken bones, nobody's breathing. Right. Okay, we have to act immediately. Have to act right away. Everything else, we have time. And so we have time to say, wow, this was not a part of my story, but it now is in my story. Yes. I didn't anticipate it. This is a, a chapter that got put into my story. Mm-hmm. How am I going to walk this chapter yeah, out? That's right. And it's very powerful when you put it that way. You know, that we do have some choice. We don't have the choice of whether or not what happened happened. It's already happened. It's happened. But we have choice about what do I want to do with it from here on mm-hmm. in. And it may be something like, no, this, this part of the story is over for me with this person. But then how do I want to heal? That's right. Do I want to be a bitter, jaded, skeptical, cynical person? Mm-hmm. Or do I want to be a forgiving person that has grace, that is not bitter, but is wise and no longer naive? Yes. 
And so, the, you know, or we could do all that together, but that's just part of the process of living. So what, what would you tell people about, you know, how you have worked through some of those things yourself? Because I know I share that every week. I tell people, this is here. I had to work through this one. I worked through this one. And so when you took control over your life, do you remember any poignant moments like that? I, I think I, I have you stumped. You have me stumped. Um, through. I have, I'll, I'll be honest. Okay, let's do this. I have learned so much just doing my show. Yes, I have grown exactly. exponentially by doing it through my guests. Forgive me because I can't think of his name right now, but I had a guest on my show who is a movie maker. One of his latest movies is called The Gratitude Experiment. Wow. And we were simply talking about the power of gratitude and how that can change your life. I was in a bad situation in my life at one time. Mm Mm-hmm. And instead of focusing on my pain and my hurt, I started to focus on what am I grateful for? And on Cynthia, I took out a piece of paper and I wrote one thing down and I, that's all I had at the moment. And then eventually I started realizing, hold it, I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for that. And I continued to read that list. And all of a sudden, I wasn't so bad off. See, that is amazing. That, that's exactly what I'm the saying. The power yes. of gratitude. Yes. That's, that's part of you writing your life story differently. Exactly. Well, this is Cynthia Hyatt with Conversations with Cynthia, and we are at the bottom of the hour. We have two more segments to go. So I always encourage you, if you have not been able to listen to the show in its entirety, you can visit my website at CynthiaHyatt.com, and the show will be there for you to listen to. So join us again in this next segment with Larry Bothman. Welcome back to Conversations with Cynthia. I'm Cynthia Hyatt, and I have a very special guest with me today, Larry Bothman. He is a radio um, host on our sister station, which is 960 The Patriot. And we are talking today about life stories. And again, I want to encourage you to visit my website at CynthiaHyatt.com. You can also visit my Facebook page at Cynthia Hyatt, Inc. That's I-N-C for Incorporated. Lots of motivational, inspirational things on the Facebook page and if I'm speaking or singing somewhere it'll also tell you the current radio shows that are coming up and so with Larry today we are talking about life stories and why life stories matter so much and one of the reasons that I was introduced to Larry was I liked the title of his show which was Life Matters and today if there's anyone that is hearing this that needs to hear that your life matters it really is truth your life really matters and I tell clients every day Nobody gets off this planet without a really big story. I mean, if you just start to listen to someone's story, it's, it's amazing how interesting people's lives are. And most of us that are living our life story, we don't think it's that big of a deal. We don't think it's that interesting. But when we start to talk about what has occurred in our life, the good, the bad, the indifferent, the ugly, the beautiful things, the things we wish would have happened, the things that should have happened— it really is a very unique story because no one's story is the same. So, Larry, what, when we were at the break, you were talking about, you know, this whole idea of life stories. And you said it so poignantly about what we learn from life stories. And, and how did you say that? How, we, how other people's gain from life stories? Well, think about this. When we learn, I think we learn best through stories. 
it's like watching a good movie Absolutely. or something and there's that meaning behind it but you you saw this you saw you read you heard pick yes. the adjective and you put yourself in it and you put yourself in it right but if someone just try to lecture you exactly it, it, that message it's probably going to go in one ear and maybe out the other and not resonate but when you hear it in a story and it really starts to come true and you had asked me in the break if there was one story in particular and maybe i'll piggyback on gratitude for a moment okay okay it was december of 2012 and i was in the hospital Wow. And they didn't think I had more than 24 hours to live. And um, There's a story. I was scared. Yes. Okay. And it was six months earlier, my very best friend passed away. So I was fighting for my life. Wow. Okay. And I, in, 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 before I can blink an eye, I was in the OR, and I was probably on the table for 10 to 12 hours at least. And then I woke up in ICU. I felt good. I mean, I didn't feel good, but the fact that I woke up in ICU to me was a blessing already. And I went back. I, I, I was bitter, Cynthia. Mm -hmm. I wasn't myself anymore. I was bitter at the moment. I was very bitter. I was very frustrated. And I, it was within a day or two that I stopped that immediately and I began to remember the gratitude experiment and gratitude. And that really is when I started to make my list. And rather than focus on what my problem was, I just began focusing on everything I was grateful for. My entire life from that moment started to change. Okay? Thank God I've recovered. And I'm doing pretty well. See, that's an amazing story because I think even listeners right now that are hearing just that, that piece of the story, you know, can really have a great takeaway of gratitude. We get reminded of this all the time. We know practicing gratitude. We have research that is not even spiritual, spiritually based that, that remarks on the change in our whole entire physiology when we practice gratitude. Well, and Cynthia, I could have focused on my pain Absolutely. or I could have focused on something else. And you know else. what? You may not have survived. I may not have. Because that's the power of gratitude. And I forget about it. I mean, we all forget about it because our brain is hardwired to go to the negative. They've done lots of research on that. And, that, and mostly I, my theory is that our brain goes to where the pain is mm -hmm. to try to solve a problem. It's, it's hard not exactly. to. Exactly. And what God does is he says, I don't want you to go there. I want you to resist that. Oh. And I want you to go to what you do have, what is working, what you have to look forward to. And I want you to, to base your faith and your belief and, and your, your, the resting part of your mind on the gratitude parts, pieces. Yes. You know, and it is so powerful. And when we hear someone like you saying that, this is what I did. It helps the rest of us to remind ourselves again. Okay, wow, I just learned I just learned something from Larry about his life and his experience. Remember this, every story that you create creates you. I love that. We're going to end with that one. We have one more segment. This is Cynthia Hyatt with Conversations with Cynthia and Larry Bothman from the Patriot 960 is joining me today. So, come back to this last segment as we talk about life stories and your life matters.
welcome back to Conversations with Cynthia. This is Cynthia Hyatt, and you are joining me today with Larry Boffman, a friend of mine that um, hosts his own show on our sister station, The Patriot 960, and that is Sundays at 5 o'clock. It is a live show, and it's also a call-in show. And I had the honor of being on it last week and really enjoyed myself. It was a great show. I really had a good time. And so I want to encourage you also, if you are interested in Larry's show, you can go to lifemattersmedia.com. I knew that was right. (laughs) I read someone else's. It was org. (laughs) And I thought, is it org? No, I knew it was com. So lifemattersmedia.com. And you have the podcast on your show as well. I do, yes. On your website. Yes. Yes. So today we are talking about life stories, and this is an intriguing topic to me. I know how powerful life stories are because, you know, we can't get away from them. We, we are constantly drawn to people's life stories. We watch movies all the time that are a story about life, how we want it to be, how we're glad it's not, how we would do it differently. Uh, we read people's autobiographies. Uh, we listen to their, their lectures on their autobiographies. We have the Bible that is just full of stories, one after another, of character after character after character in their life story. And I often say to people, I'm so glad there's not a book of Cynthia, you know. (laughs) And if there is a book which I'm writing, it's like I at least get to write it myself. God's not writing it for me. Because if God were writing it, he might tell things I don't want to tell yet. Right. Well, if there, when there is a book of Cynthia, I want to read <laughs> it because I will learn from that. I appreciate that. So it is, but you know, you and I were talking about this idea that, you know, not only are we responsible for our life story, and we need to live our life story. And you know, I gave you the analogy of a car. It's like how ridiculous would it be if I go and I get a, I, someone gives me a car and I refuse to learn how to drive it. Right. And not only do I refuse to really learn how to drive it, but I still get in and turn the key on, and then I'm mad because it crashes into things. You know, and so there is that responsibility to live my life. And, you know, I've had to get over myself several times in my life when I thought this is not the life I wanted. Nobody asked my permission. You know, I I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> and, this is, and I had to, you know, kind of get over myself and say, but this is my life. It is my life, and I need to live it. And then you said very poignantly, and it's also a responsibility to pass on our own stories, which is another way to take responsibility for Absolutely. It. I mean, that's how others Absolutely. learn. And I think that is our responsibility. So if I've been through something and then I then pass that on to others, they might say, I'm going through the same thing. I can really relate. But listening to your story gave me the courage gave me a blueprint, gave me something to move forward. Well, and you know, as you say that, it reminds me, anytime I have clients and they're talking about if, they're, if they've been victimized, and they always want to minimize the, the victimization. Oh, it wasn't that bad. It didn't hurt. Or, yeah, I got over it. It was my fault. We, and we have a tendency to take responsibility for other people's stories in that mm. way. That's that perpetrator story of what he's doing. Mm. And we take responsibility for it. And not only do we do that, but we minimize what happened. And as soon as people start talking about it and they hear it, they go, wow, that sounds really bad. I say that's because it was. Yeah. And, it, and it's validating when we talk about our own life story. Because we, either we get to hear, that really was a big deal that I went through, or that was a big accomplishment. It's harder to minimize when we speak it. Yes. And it makes more, and, it, and we learn even as we talk about our own life story. So as we talk about our life story, you're saying we actually heal ourselves. Absolutely. 
there's a lot to that, yes. And we're heard at, that's, at the same time. Yeah. You know, and, and when we hear it and it resonates, we start to recognize that it really did happen. It's very real. Because, you know, so often, you know, we live our own life and it doesn't, I mean, it's real, but maybe it doesn't feel as real. Mm-hmm. Like we don't like um, resonate as well with it or we're not as, as present in our own life story. It's like what we were talking about. We kind of live our life in retrospect. We do. We sort of get from point A to point B. And then when we get to point B, how did I get here? Right. And we, we, didn't even smell the flowers and right, the roses along right. the way. And then we're always shocked and surprised by how something maybe bad happened because we weren't paying attention to our sure. own life. You know, Cynthia, see, I, I determined that I, I, wanna, I want to grow old and gray. Okay? Mm-hmm. I want to. I, <laughs> I want to have the best health I can. But when I get there, when I get there and I'm hypothetically in my rocking chair rocking back and forth, reflecting on my life. I, I don't want to then be asking the questions, who am I? What did I do? Why did I? Why didn't I? Exactly. And see, I think that's so powerful because, and, and I, one of the reasons I'm, we're doing this show today is I'm really wanting listeners to not ever doubt again that their life matters. It matters. It really matters. And, and not only does it matter to you, but it matters to everybody. The, even people you don't know. Even people you don't know. We learn from others. We, I always say on my show, we can't do life alone. We even learn from people we don't know. If That's, you've ever been at a restaurant and you watch someone act and you go, you know, they were so gracious, I want to be like that. Or the others, you want to go, wow, I don't ever want to do that. That's terrible. And so even people we don't know, we learn from as we watch. Absolutely. And we're great watchers. We oh, We love yes. to people watch. Yes. You know, and so I think it's important that we recognize that the bottom line, if you don't like your life, if you think it's insignificant, that we always have to go back to a statement of faith. And that is, I either trust God or I don't. I either believe that he created me or he didn't. You know, and because if God didn't create me and I'm just happenstance, that's that's tough to find some meaning there sometimes. You know, I'm so glad you said that, and I think you said it so well. We all have meaning. We yes. all have significance. Whether we feel it or not. Whether we feel it or not. And, and I say, find it. Exactly. And that, become, you know, if we're at an at a, um, existential crisis, we were saying, you know, my life hasn't mattered at all to anybody or it doesn't really, when oh, I compare it to other people, it it's, it's so meaningless. It's like, that's really the devil's playground. He wants us to really be ta- thinking in all these ways that are negative. And, and we, we start to listen to all that. Well, I should be like this. And I, why can't I be like that person? And theirs had so much meaning. And look at the impact. And that's not what it's about. It's not don't be like that uh, person, no. be you. Because it's about the uniqueness of what mm-hmm. we offer the world, even if we don't always recognize it in the moment. Like there are things, you know, when you're when you're more in the public eye, you have a tendency, you know, to think, okay, there I made impact because you could see it. Sure. And what I've come to find in my life is there are things that I've done I didn't even know I did that have far more impact than the public stuff I do. Yeah. And and so we lose that that awareness because we get caught up in the way the world thinks. And if we're not larger than life, you know, the most beautiful, the richest, the the most benevolent, you know, the smartest, you know, making all kinds of inventions for people, then somehow our life is just average and it doesn't really matter. And it's a lie. Yeah. It's a lie. And that's why so many of us, you know, wow, if I went to my funeral, what would it look like? 
And so we don't recognize the impact we have on and, people. And if you did go back to your own funeral, that's when you would realize exactly. the impact. And you say, I didn't know. Exactly. And that's the whole epilogue issue. You know, that's the whole like, do you know, do I want to write my own, you know, oh, what's it called? What do you write? You know, uh, I can't believe I can't think of the word. Your you write, biography? Yeah. Or oh. you know what you do at a funeral when you write someone's Oh, the eulogy. That, or, yeah, the okay, eulogy. Okay. Of, yes. It's like, what would that sound like? And that's sometimes when I work with clients, that's a way to walk back to where you are and say, if that's what I would like people to say about me, what am I doing today to get that said about me? Wow. Am I living that life I wish was being said about me? And so it's being realistic because I don't want to like try to be a rocket scientist when I can't, I'm not even good at math, right? (laughs) Right. That would be ridiculous. I'm setting myself up for failure, but I want to find out what I'm good at, what where I have impact, what's meaningful to me. And, and it might be something that is not super public, but has a ton of meaning. Right. So it's hard for us sometimes to know our life matters. It is. It is. I say um, we take a step back. Exactly. Exactly. We take a step back instead of, like you had said earlier, it doesn't have to be done instantly. Right. It's not a broken bone that has to be set right away or, exactly. or or a wound that has to immediately be. But I think it has to matter enough to us that we take responsibility for it. Oh, yes. And that's the hardest thing because I've told, you know, people before, there's many times in my life where I wanted to kind of unzip myself and get out, you know, and go, <laughs> do, go do a different life or something or be a different person, you know, and God was very clear. No, this is you. This is how I made you. I'm happy with how I made you. I'm pleased with how I made you. I'm not always happy with everything you do, Cynthia, but I'm happy with you. Mm-hmm. And I gave you a life for a reason, and I want you and need you to live it. And it is actually mine. And, and Cynthia, well put, because I, I, I believe God gave that to each. He did. And every one of us. And he I did. think it is our responsibility to say, God, I want to. What, what is it? Right. And see, you know, it's, one, it's, it's this idea of, you know, God gave me a life. That if I want to give it back to him, it's still my choice. But I still have to own my life to even give it away. You know, Cynthia, I believe God spared my life. I think so, too. I agree with that. I didn't understand it mm-hmm. back then. When I, agree. when I was ill, it was like, why me? Mm-hmm. Okay, there's so many other people that probably need you more. Why, why me? Yes. But there was a reason. And, and some of it, you're doing it today. You would have never known you would be doing this stuff today. Never, no. And I'm, I'm so much more appreciative. I, 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 again, I, I've learned so much just from those experiences. Yes. So you know what? It's okay to fail. It's okay to fall down. It's okay to make mistakes. Well, you know, because humans, it, humans can't learn without making mistakes. We can't. That's how they learn. That's why it's okay. Exactly. exactly. In fact, it's good. Because that, that is how I learn. Yeah. And it's, the more I make mistakes and learn from them, the less my mistakes hurt other people. And so let that become part of your story. Become, own it. Become proud of it. Yes. Pass it on to others so they can benefit from that as well. I love that. Because I think it's really, I think what we really want to end this show with today is really reminding people again more than anything. Your life matters. God created you for a reason. There is meaning. It is not happenstance. And it is up to us to ask for guidance, absolutely, but to take risks. 
because we see all through the Bible, these men took risks. These men yeah. and women in the Bible and anyone in history that mattered at all that we read about took huge risks. Yeah, I mean, what's the worst that's going to happen? Exactly, that you, I'm still here and I have to take responsibility for it and learn from it. Yeah. That's the worst that could happen. Right. <laughs> but, and, I, and, I, and I failed. That's okay. And I right. learned and I grew and I'll try again. Because, you know, people have a lot less problem with our failures if we take responsibility for them. Yes. They have a lot less struggle with our mistakes. That's right. When we own them and take responsibility for them, we then get people that are more cheerleaders in our life because they're not having to take responsibility for our mistakes. So we know today, we learn, life matters, absolutely. Our story matters. We are to live our story. Yes. We are to speak our story. We are to take responsibility for our story. And we are to certainly take responsibility for our mistakes. Mm-hmm. And we don't have to be afraid of making mistakes. It's good. Yes. That's how we learn. It's good because there's a blessing behind it. Always there is. You know, we have that great verse in Romans, you know, 828 says, God causes all things to work together for good for those in Christ Jesus. So it tells us that he doesn't create bad things. God does not, he's not evil. He does not create bad things. But he's so good. His his goodness is so far surpassing anything we could ever endure that he'll take a bad thing and make it a good thing. So even in your life, he took this bad event that was a horrible event to go through and created such a good thing from it. And I'm a better person for it. Exactly. Exactly. And that's always how God works. And so more than anything, we, we need to trust him. He, he knew what he was doing when he made us. He didn't, he, it wasn't like some grand experiment where he's like, well, I hope Cynthia Hyatt sure. works. Right. You know, I'm not really sure about this design, but we'll see if it walks itself out. No, he was very sure about how he made me. And he's very sure about how he made each and every one of you, that he planned it and he knew it and he's behind it and he'll back it. Yes. He's not abandoning us in our process. Not at all. And I would say to all of our listeners as well, besides passing on your story to others, pass it on to your children. Give them that foundation. I love that. This is Cynthia Hyatt with Conversations with Cynthia. Thank you so much for joining me today. And remember, your life matters. Live your story. This past hour has been encouraging, motivating, and inspiring to you. We'd like to remind listeners that this show isn't a replacement for professional counseling or therapy. The messages and teachings shared during this show are given as a way to teach listeners with ideas and insights about how to become your own best version. Cynthia is available as a keynote or guest speaker for corporate or spiritual events. To contact Cynthia, go to CynthiaHyatt.com. If you missed any part of this program, you can hear a replay at any time at FaithTalk1360.com. Join us again next Sunday at 4 p.m. for Conversations with Cynthia on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ.